Blog Talk Radio. It's the Sunday Night Roundtable on the Wide Men Network at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. Here's the guys to discuss anything and everything brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New, Facebook.com slash MakeupKennedy, and WowFreeCam.com. Here's your hosts, Nate, T.R., and Tim. What's up? What's up? We're back. It's the Sunday Night Roundtable. What's going on? It's Nate, and this evening, no T.R., he's working. It's Tim. What's up? Yowza, yowza, yowza. It ain't Tim, motherfucker. It's little T.R. Dear God. <laughs> I'm little T.R. Uh, my, my daddy's working, so I got daddy's credit card. I phoned his bookie, or what I thought was his bookie named Hot Chocolate. But all she want to do is talk about choking me. I think she must cheer for the Steelers or, or, or maybe the 49ers. I'm not sure. <laughs> Oh, goodness. One of those. <laughs> One of those nights. How's it going? It's me. It's just me. Little TR. Get, Bastards always gets on the phone. I'm watching Little TR for Tom, and uh, he shipped him up here for some rehab. Uh, some rehabilitation. Some <laughs> rehab. Good Canadian re- rehabil- some good Canadian rehabilitation, because they got to get him off the cracks. So, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Uh, anyway, uh, how's it going, Nate? I live in the dream. Living the dream, uh, just uh, same old. What's going on with you? Well, you, you want to hear something horribly depressing? Sure. To kick this show, to just get this show off on a real roll for for yeah, you American, wow. my American, for my American friends. The forecast here has calling for snow on Wednesday. Oh God! There you go. That is depressing. That Hold is, on just a second. That's pre- it won't. Yeah, it'll be, it's supposed to be snow, but ten above, so it won't stay. But just the fact to watch snow come down in September is a rather depressing thought. It's a little early, but I guess that's kind of like, uh, well, being a Forty ers fan today. Yeah, it really is. It really is. If uh, if you hear something in the background, that's the game. So just overlook. Or me. more to the point. Not even the 49ers being a Saints fan today. <laughs> oh, boy, it was a nice day to be a Buccaneers fan. Well, like they I am, were. You know, let's, let's just go right into that one. Uh, even Bucks fans weren't picking the Bucks to win this game. Let's be serious. <laughs> I sure as hell wasn't. <laughs> uh, and then you look at the, like, I, I don't know a real lot about the New Orleans Saints team, except, you know, they got Drew Brees. And it yeah. was pretty awesome. And then he was today, 37 to 45 for 439 yards, three TDs. Only yeah, not a bad day. You look at that. Not, yeah, you not look a at bad that day. Go, well, that's a pretty good day. Then you look across the aisle, some bearded wonder named Ryan Fitzpatrick, who unless you're a, a pretty hardcore football fan, you might have heard of him, but you probably don't know a whole lot about him, except that he's done a serious amount of losing. Went to Harvard. Previously. 21 of 28. For four seventeen, it was beautiful, wasn't it? That's almost twenty yards a completion. It, it was it was it was pretty sexy, wasn't it? 
Uh, you have to admit, but then, like I said, you know, looking at if you're a New Orleans Saints fan, your team just gave up 530 yards to Tampa Bay, who everyone was touting as one of the worst teams in the league. Um, man, I would not want to be a member of the New Orleans defensive squad. I know. Just a minute. Day, you go ahead come, and talk about the next practice. You go ahead. Uh, for those of you who are still listening, I've been with T.R. Anyway, no, I'm not. Uh, what a beat down. Uh, and really, the game wasn't even as close as, as the 48-40 score because uh, Saints had 16 points in the fourth quarter, so really it's more like uh, 48 to you know 24. Really, you got a couple of late scores. Um, wow, uh, I just don't know what to say. Uh, the only bright light in the New Orleans uh, closet was Drew Brees and uh, Kamara, who came out of nowhere. Uh, two t- two rushing t- touchdowns and uh, 112 yards receiving. Uh, 30 on the ground for two TDs. Uh, a fantasy player's dream, and if you don't have him, you might want to go look in your league and see if anybody does, because he's worth picking up. Um, it was a crazy game, uh, but one of a few upsets. There was quite a few this week, but it's week one. Um, I got some thoughts on uh, week one and quarterbacks particularly, but I'll wait till Nate comes back to share those. Um, we had a horrendous... Uh, a week at the pick department. Um, we did not do very well. We did really well in the college football. Didn't do so good in the NFL so far, anyway, because there was, like as I say, some total surprises, um, including the Tampa Bay game. Uh, we both got the, uh, of course, the Eagles uh, opened up the season on Thursday with a, in what, again, I think I might have mentioned on the other show, but unless you're a Patreon listener, you didn't hear it. Uh, in what was probably one of the worst played football games I've ever seen. Um, you could definitely tell it was opening night and that these guys hadn't practiced a whole lot because she was a comedy of errors. Um, you know, Eagles win 18-12. to 12. But, uh, you know, the, uh, the Eagles had uh, 119 yards through the air, 113 on the ground, thank God, and two TVs, or they wouldn't have won the game. Um, the Falcons, who usually have a pretty good offense too, uh, you know, 251 through the air, which isn't bad, but isn't great. Uh, wasn't even 50. Matt Ryan wasn't even 50% completion rate, and a lousy 74 through on the ground. Well, that's not going to get it done. Uh, but there was drop balls, there was bad plays, there was uh, penalties taken that were uh, of the college variety. Mentally, my my apologies, um, I had to step away for a minute, but I'm back. No problem. I, I just was giving a quick rundown of the uh, Thursday nighter. That oh God, of, that, what they that atrocity! The, what what they call the football game on Thursday night? Oh God! Um, where uh, I'm pretty sure I could have got the Grand Prairie uh, local high school team, and you could have got the Logan high school team, and we could have put together a better football game than that one. It was atrociously bad. Um, and the point I was going to get to, now that you're back, I'll get to it. Is the, the, with the preseason. And uh, these teams are not playing their starters in the preseason. And you can tell. Particularly the older quarterbacks are having troubles. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger was horrible today. Um, Who else was another one who was just pathetic? Uh, These guys aren't in sync yet. They they don't know what's – 
you know, a lot of the games were won on on uh, bad plays. Like, not because the other team really <laughs> kind of, like, I don't know, what they like, didn't really deserve to win. Eli Manning was horrible for the Giants. Yeah, uh, Eli didn't look great, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Eli a little bit of a pass. Uh, he was playing the best team in the league uh, defensively. Uh, the Jaguars granted, are granted, but I'm just saying he didn't, he didn't look good. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Well, I mean, so you far wouldn't look good either. either. No, but Aaron <laughs> Rodgers so far, well, statistically wasn't good either. Aaron Rodgers is looking like crap so far. He's two for Don't two for five me. for twelve lousy yards. Um, uh, who else stunk up the uh, Jim? Well, Jimmy Garoppolo had moments of greatness and moments of of uh, ugly. But you know you're not gonna like no. I mean I hope I don't know if Armando will be listening, but I know he's a 49ers fan. But uh, when your quarterback goes 15 to 33 uh, and throws three interceptions and gets sacked three times, you're probably not gonna win a game. Now you can throw a little bit of that on the defense maybe, but when you're 15 to 33, that's you know, that's just not gonna you know less than 50 percent is not gonna get it done. Not in the NFL. Yeah, that, that's it's, true. It's week one though. It's week one, yeah. though, so I'll, I'll cut some slack. But it wasn't hard to see why that a lot of the teams that lost, why they lost. They're 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 they were off. And my point is, is that some of these teams probably ought to at least take one game of the preseason and play their starting fucking lineups. These guys haven't like they were mentioning earlier. There's some of these teams had they hadn't even taken a snap yet together. And then you're throwing them out there in the in in a situation now where you need to win, or you'd like to think you need to win, and they're horrible because their timing is garbage because they just haven't played together yet. Seems kind of dumb to me. Well, there's that fact, but then you got to look at um, the preseason's been cut shorter. It used to be five games, and now I think it's three. Um, so a lot of guys they don't usually play their. They're starters until the third game of the preseason. Well, hell, now that's that's the roster cut game. So, I don't know. It just seems like we're trying to make the, the preseason smaller and smaller. But by doing that, we're making the first week worse, well, if nobody, that makes any yeah, sense. Nobody likes it because everybody is always, oh, well, you know, if they play in the preseason, somebody's going to get hurt. And, you know, we lose our player for the year because he played in the stupid preseason game. But in the same breath, somebody's going to get well, mind you, the way they were protecting the quarterbacks today, too. Maybe I maybe I take that back because boy, yeah, the quarterbacks some... uh, the the quarterbacks were definitely being looked over. They were making sure there that was some calls they were today okay. that if that was roughing the passer, uh, boy. <laughs> well, they the, threw uh, uh, they the, threw the guy from the, the Bengals career, out. The, the, yeah, the length of a, of a NFL quarterback's career should go up significantly. Because uh, they're not going to get hit anymore. Yeah, they're not going to get hit anymore. I mean, in the Dallas game, the guy got tackled, you know, got blocked into the and barely, he barely even touched his leg. And it was a third down play, you know, 15 for passing, you know, roughing the passer, and that was the end of that game. Not that that was the reason they lost the game, but uh, they also had their, their much vaunted field goal kicker replacement also missed a field goal, which made me laugh. Um, Janikowski, and or no Cowboys? Cowboys, excuse me. And, and I'm a and I'm a I'm a Cowboys fan, and I, I had to laugh that uh, his first attempt was a miss. Oh yeah, he whiffed too. 
after they yeah, cut Dan the Man Bailey. Yeah, I don't know if I uh, I don't know if I noticed. Did anybody else really suck at field goal kicking today? Besides maybe the Steelers, they missed a they missed one in overtime. Well, the Browns had one blocked, and and the Browns had one blocked in Cleveland. Yeah, um, because they're I mean the, the second most accurate kicker in NFL history is on the sidelines. So if you flubbed in the kicking department, you might not have a job for very long. Yeah, that's true. Um, I didn't really see a whole lot of uh, bad field goal kicking. That's one thing about the preseason is you're going to get your field goal kicker in there no matter what. You're going to give him time. Yeah, well, like I said, everything's, everything's one. You know, we're, we're only working off one. Uh, well, for those who, who – uh, which I don't think was anybody – because I'm not sure if we got it set up properly or not. On the Patreon show, Tom and I did mention, you know, it's week one. Week one of the NFL is, you you just don't. It's a roll of the dice. You have no idea who's showing up, who's not. Um, there's always somebody who has a hot, a hot hand and another guy who's not quite ready yet. Some of the older guys take a game or two to kind of get in the swing. Um, if your team won this week, be, you know, be happy they won. But uh, nobody should be planning any Super Bowl parades yet or anything like that because there's a lot of there's a lot of ground to cover and uh, even the teams that won there really wasn't any blowouts except for Baltimore um, calling the Buffalo Bills any anyone who is large and thinks they might be able to block at the NFL level should head to Buffalo because there's probably some jobs there waiting after the 47 to three blowout today. Buffalo's just awful in general. Um, their starting quarterback is Nathan Peterman, for God's sake. Well, uh, his claim to fame is five interceptions and a half last year. He would you, Can you believe he was five of 18 today for 24 yards and two picks? I can believe it. <laughs> but Okay, so they, they actually threw Josh Allen in there for I don't know how much of the game he played. But he was at least, I mean, he was 6 of 15 for 74 yards, which isn't a whole lot better. But, I mean, they were sacked six times, two interceptions. I mean, that's just ugly football. I mean, the Ravens have got a good team, but they're not that good. They should be no, they're not that 40. good. Um, they're not that good that they should be beating you by 44 points. I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, a little ridiculous. Aaron Rodgers just got hurt, by the way. Uh, oh, he's down on, on the play. But I, I don't know if uh, I don't know how bad it is. I just saw that he, he went down. Well, I've got the game on. I just don't have any. I don't have any sound on. So uh, obviously, um, yeah, I, I would look for uh, you know year one. Uh, I think that for usually the first two or three weeks of the of the NFL uh, takes for teams to establish themselves or for the. I mean, like the Bengals won today. Yeah, they they had a comeback win. They were actually down yeah, big. Yeah, now granted, the Colts there again. The Colts not not the greatest team in the world. But no, not at all. Paper, but on paper, much better than the Bengals. And yet, somehow, yeah, it was kind of shocking. Yeah, I, I didn't uh, see they, that. I didn't see that game, but uh, I was kind of surprised at the score. I know that um, Andrew Luck finally gets back in, and that's uh, he hasn't been there for a while. 
but still, you've got to beat the Bengals. They're, they're not very good. Well, I'm trying to figure out. I mean, Dalton had two touchdowns, so that's 14. And they had a rushing touchdown, so that's 21. Yeah. Uh, and yet they had 34. So I'm trying to figure out. Uh, so that's 21 uh, kicking. Uh, da, da, da. Okay, two field goals, so that's six more. So that's 27. So they must have had a. They must have. They got a defensive touchdown in there somewhere. I don't know if they must have had a uh, an interception or something for a TD, but or a fumble recovery or or something. But uh, I don't know. A lot of the games I watched today, there was a lot of uh, self-inflicted wounding going on. Uh, yeah, there bad was. plays, bad throws, bad penalties. Um, like I said, I, I think I went 500 in the uh, in Ticken against the spread. Tom did a little better, but not much better because um, there was a few games that obviously, I mean, I didn't pick. Uh, I didn't pick Cincinnati to win. I didn't pick Tampa Bay to win. <laughs> uh, who else did I not take? Um, I didn't pick Miami to win. The Denver Seattle game, uh, Seattle got robbed. I don't know if you saw that. I don't know uh, who does the instant replay in Denver, but the motherfucker is blind because that was clearly out of bounds. And yet, even after replay, they still, <laughs> they still. So I'm sure. I'm sure if you watch the sports, you'll see that because he was clearly had his foot out, or at least I thought he did anyway. But so they got robbed of a TD, or they would have. Uh, they'd have won on the road. Uh, yeah, a lot going on this week, but like I said, it's only one game. If your team won, that's a beauty. If they lost, it's it, it, you know, one loss never cost anybody the the playoffs. So at least in week one, anyway. So yeah, apparently Rogers went off and is questionable to come back uh, with a shoulder oh boy. injury. If if they lose him, they lost him done. last year. Yeah, and they were done. And they'll be done this year too. That figures, you know, he just signs a big fat contract and <laughs> gets hurt and goes home and cuddles up to some Hollywood chick. Yeah, that'd be about it. He's a uh, Danica Patrick's man. Last time I checked. Yeah, and before that, he was uh, he was uh, snuggling up to Olivia Munn. Before that, the poor guy. Yeah, darn him. Yeah, Str- the struggles of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. What a, what a terrible existence that man leads. Yeah, he has to have a rough one. Let's see what we uh, can okay, see well, here. Here's the report. He has trouble uh, trouble putting weight on his left leg after a sack. So he just, but he did he walk had. off the field unassisted. But it's the same knee he tore his ACL in, in high school and had fixed in college. So it's a knee that's already been fudged. Well, he's getting, you know, he's not a spring chicken anymore. He may... You know, his boo-boos don't go away quite so quick. I mean, I'm not exactly he, sure how he, old he, he is. But... That, that's that's a good thing. He walked off unassisted, so we're hoping. Yeah, that's I, I don't want to see. Mean, but no, I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Nobody, even guys I don't like. That's, you know, say what you want about these guys, but that's, you know, I don't want to, you know, that's their livelihood. So, I yeah. mean, I'm sure Aaron Rodgers, if he if he never played another football game again, I'm sure he'd be okay financially, but that's not the point. Um, yeah, you know, he's 34. 14 years he's played already. Man, so, you know, that's hard body, to believe. He's, 
Yeah, his body's seen enough. You know, he's probably ready to. You know, he may only have what three, four years tops, and that's only if he stays. Uh, well, don't forget stays. he. Well, don't forget he uh, also sat a lot of those years behind Brett Favre. Yeah, he probably didn't play for what maybe the first three, four probably. There was a few years that he didn't play. He Something sat on like the bench that, behind anyway. Favre. So, you know, he, he did okay on his own there. Let's see well, here. He Chicago, was... Chicago's got it fourth and four. I don't know if they're going for it or they're actually uh, going to punt here. Uh, whatever they're doing, they're about to run out. Of, they're about to get a delay of game penalty. Yeah. They just took – so I assume that – Probably took their last punt. time out of the quarter. Wow. Or the half. I'm just interested to well, see if Rodgers comes back on the field. That's what I'm interested to see. His return was questionable. Well, there, you know, I would have, I would have to think it's ten nothing for Chicago. It is opening night. If you are even in doubt at all, he he doesn't come back out. Well, you want to win though. You don't want to lose, especially you to do, your rival. but you don't want to lose him because you're stubborn over one game. You want to do like it'll the, be up you to want him. To It'll be up to him. Well, It'll be up to can you go or can you not. But they should do. They should take the example of the world champion Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> and their quarterback, who they really want out there, is not a hundred percent, and they did not throw him out there. The other well, hand, and Nick Foles was Nick Foles was fucking horrible on Thursday. He did not look good. Still, I, I expected no, Foles to not. look a lot better. They they still managed to win, and that was all that matters. And I imagine he'll be back behind center uh, this week, unless um, you know. Uh, well, Carson Wentz has not been cleared for contact yet, so they're not going to throw him out there until. No, I wouldn't. Foles and why? Capable well, you don't need to. I mean, as long as you keep winning with Foles, who cares? Yeah, I mean, he's That's he's why a capable backup. Well, he looked he looked much more like the Nick Foles that we'd seen playing for another franchise than he did the one from the Super Bowl. He, he, yeah, he, he looked, was horrible. looked more like the Chip Kelly Nick Foles than he did the. Yeah, uh, he, he, the he looked good. Nah, he really he uh, didn't he, look great. He looked lost, to be honest. Yeah, he, he like did. Another guy but, who had never played with that team before, even though he has. <laughs> well, I mean, he's without his he's without his number one receiver. Alshon Jeffrey's out. Um, you know, you're relying on guys like Nelson Aguilar. So it's it you're really gonna depend on who steps up and who you can win with. But they did win. Jay Ajay had a big game uh for them. So if you're a fantasy owner and you had Jay Ajay, you should feel good. Uh so that there's that yeah, issue. I mean, uh, Foles was uh nineteen to thirty four for hundred and seventeen yards, one interception, two sacks for a quarterback rating of 26.2. Yeah. And then you go, you say to yourself, well, how did the Eagles ever win? Well, Matt Ryan's quarterback rating? Mm-hmm. 12.4. That's pretty awful. And Julio, Jones still, and Julio Jones still looked like a god out there. And he still got 10 balls for 169 yards, but no touchdowns. And that's why let me tell lost. you. Let me tell you the problem with the Falcons, and, and this is this is the truth. The Falcons rely solely 
on Nick Foles and Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. That's who they rely on. They have very little faith in Austin Hooper. He's had maybe one or two big games in his entire career. They do not want to throw the ball to Muhammad Sanu, and then they draft Calvin Ridley, and Calvin Ridley looks like dog shit. They don't even target him. So, yeah, he, had, you, he was targeted twice, but had nothing well, statistically. He, he had nothing, and you're relying. There's double coverage on Julio Jones in the end zone, and you go to him every single play. Like they're gonna double the guy. Well, it's gonna um, happen. Like Tom said, he said, really, uh, the Falcons actually even should have won that game. They they got cocky on the first possession. They got cocky on the first possession, and instead of taking a field goal, they got all fucking swaggery tough, and we're going to punch it in on fourth down. And so there's seven points off the board. There's a win right there. That makes it nineteen eighteen. I mean, they they knocked three points off the board. Even you can't. And then they, me, they but then they and then they went down and he the game, threw a, take the points. You, you got to take a pick. The yeah, he threw a pick somewhere down near the end zone too. Uh, I mean, they they actually as bad as they played, the Eagles were equally as sucky. Like if I was an Eagles fan, I wouldn't be particularly thrilled with that performance either. I just I mean, you can't myself, be. Per- oh, it was only game one. So. Yeah, you can't be happy with it, but you got to take the win. So that's oh, one. Yeah, positive. I mean, a win is a win is a win. I don't don't matter how ugly they are, but uh, yeah, who does who do the who do the Eagles play next week? Like looking looking uh, forward, okay. So week look. week one is done. Uh, let me see. I'll have a check here. Uh, coming up, they've got. Well, they play Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay. Hmm. That'll well, be interesting. I'll tell you what, if uh, if Fitzpatrick throws a ball like he did today, next week, that he'll be looking at about the same numbers because. The Eagles well, didn't really do that good against Matt Ryan. He shot himself in the foot. I mean, he wasn't great, but uh, you know, Tampa Bay could go. Well, Aaron Rodgers is back in the game, and he just had a uh, 29-yard pass, so he seems to be okay. Well, he's a he's a tough motherfucker. He's one of those. Honestly, guys. he really is. <laughs> he's one of those guys. He reminds me a lot. Well, he, I mean, he learned from another one. I mean, Actually, I take that back. It was Deshaun Kaiser who had the pass. You can say what you want about uh, Brett Favre and what kind of a guy he is off the field, but on the field, that guy was an iron man. Boy, that uh, this uh, new guy here looking pretty good. Two passes, a ball down in the – wouldn't that be something if we just saw the, the beginning? Well, you might be anyway. This might be the beginning of the changing of the guard in Green Bay. Might not happen for yeah, a year Sean or two. Kaiser yet, was the quarterback in Cleveland a couple of years ago. Well, he looked pretty good here. Yeah, I mean, he's... Uh, it's amazing what you can do when you're not worried about getting pounded into the turf. He was always capable, but, uh, you know, of course, you're always going to go with Aaron Rodgers 99 times out of 100. But uh, Kaiser's not looking too bad right now, so... I'll give and the Bears credit. have got a pretty good defense. Bears have got a pretty good defense too. Well, I tell you what, if they yeah. could get a touchdown here, and they go into the half, and it's only ten-seven Chicago, anybody's yeah. game. Oh yeah, it's going to be Trubinsky, close. He looked, Trubinsky looked good early, but then he he slowly he cooled off. Now he looks like how I'm used to seeing him look. Yeah, looks like not Mitchell horrible, Trubisky but, now. Yeah, not horrible, but not great. 
The thing with Trubisky is he's young. And let's be honest here, the Bears are never going to be – like right now, the Bears are not that special. They're kind of whatever. They've got a hell of a defense, though. They had a good top ten defense last year, and now with Mack in there, although he's not going to play that much today, apparently. Um, yeah, he hasn't uh, He hasn't learned the system yet. Uh, once they get him up and running, their defense should be pretty damn good. So if they could get even slightly well, above average from the offense, they should have a well, good chance. Well, little Mac just robbed uh, Deshaun Kaiser. <laughs> Thank you. That's mine. Now, where's my check Dear for Oakland. $6.2 million? Dear Oakland, pay this guy. I mean, gee, Can you feel that penis entering your mouth? People Uh, had the nerve, Tim, to tell me Khalil Mack was not worth that much money. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, that's (laughs) relative. Is he worth that much money? No, but that's what they get paid these days. So, yeah. Well, here's what I look at it. You get two first-round draft picks for him. Okay, great. You're yeah, going to use both of those draft picks trying to find a guy who's as good as Khalil Mack, and you're not going to find him. Yeah, oh, the, key word there is try, yeah the key words there are try to find. You won't be able to pick one. You'll have to get lucky and pick one. Mm-hmm. That's why when you have a good that, player, I think just, you just got to bite the bullet and pay him. Especially a defensive, especially a middle linebacker. I mean, I guess the only way you you can't do that is like, all right, let's. I mean, I don't know that there's a franchise in that position, but there are poorer franchises, and maybe they just didn't want to pay them. But then they should come out and say that. Because look, we just can't afford. We can't justify giving this guy this kind of money at that that the position he plays. So we're going to trade him. Instead yeah, of, I mean, you know, we're not sure. We didn't believe he was going to report, and it's funny because he showed up here fast enough. Yeah, he showed already, up as soon as he got his money. And he's already, already if he never, doesn't do another thing in this game, he's already selling tickets for the next game. Yeah, if, and if the, he's if the, a Bears, guy. if the Bears haven't sold all their tickets already, they will be now. People will be running yeah, especially to buy. If they, did you, especially if they win this game. Yeah, did you see? Did you see what our new player did? Holy shit! He stripped that guy. Made him look like an idiot. Oh, I love that guy. Well, stripping Deshaun Kaiser and making him look foolish isn't exactly difficult. Uh, <laughs> no, but it don't no matter. offense to Deshaun Kaiser. Meanwhile, John Gruden is looking at his a dumbass. My God, it's my God! It's going to be a long year. Yeah, and you know what? He deserves it. He deserves every second of it. He's a dumbass. Well, he claims he claims to have had nothing to do with it. Says the decision was not mine. I, I saw that on a press conference. But you yeah, you better say that. Have, <laughs> well, you'd think that was a coach who had some impact. You had some some say. I mean, maybe you didn't make the final decision or anything. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I look at the Raiders. I look at their team, and I go. Who in the hell they got? They got a they got Derek. I can't throw a touchdown to save my soul. Car uh, backing him up and maybe even starting 
is AJ, I couldn't hold a job anyway, anywhere McLaren, who <laughs> got traded early from the Jets. Uh, uh, at running back, we yeah. at running back we have washed up Marshawn Lynch, who isn't horrible. It's beast but, mode. He's just here so you he don't get yeah, fired. Beast mode. Beast mode is only going to be beast mode, you know, every third or fourth game because uh, he's getting old. Uh, for especially for a running back, he's thirty-two years old already. Um, too many skittles. Uh, at wide receiver, well, I don't know who they. I mean, they got Jordy Nelson, but he's old. And it's a cast-off. Amari Cooper's overrated. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just looking at the thing, and nothing. You know, you don't have those names that jump out at you. And on defense, yeah. well, I don't know what they got on defense. Nothing, <laughs> as far as I know. Not Khalil Mack. <laughs> yeah, well, not with him there, not there. Uh, I mean, sure, they got some guys with some cool names like Tank Carradine. I mean, that sounds pretty cool. That is a pretty cool name. Yeah, sounds like a, a dude. Cool if your name is Tank, they got Tank Carradine. They got Frosty Rucker. Frosty Rucker. Cool. Frosty Rucker. I mean, you got to like that. Uh, I mean, of course, they got a Dexter. You know, every team should have a Dexter. Well, I think okay, almost every team. Good. You can't win a Super Bowl unless you got got a guy named Dexter. I mean, okay, they got Dominique Rogers cromartie who was at one time a good cornerback. I don't know if he is anymore. He was really good. Uh, he was really good once Lincoln was in office. Yeah, because he's he's also thirty two. Although speaking of old players, so they got nothing as far as I'm concerned. Uh, speaking of old players, though, Adrian Peterson. Hey, you, you know what? He's the ageless wonder. That dude, that dude. When you give him an opportunity, he's going to make it make the best out okay, of it. Washington is, looks though, like they is, just lucked into a good running back. Is is should Adrian Peterson be in the NFL though? He had a hundred yards rushing today. No, no, I mean with his previous. What? Hasn't he been? Hasn't he been in a lot of trouble and got slapped? He got in the wrist? like, he he got in trouble for like, like he spanked his child or something, and then he got in trouble for that. Oh, that was okay. Well, yeah, okay, that's not the. Who was the guy who clocked his old lady in the elevator? That's Ray Rice. Yeah. Okay. He should never. He should never see uh, another check from anywhere. That guy. Well, he hasn't. So. <laughs> you no, know, and he shouldn't. That that's a whole other ball game. He he has uh, not. He, nobody has picked him speaking up. So. Of, speaking of sports related things, and I'm sure I don't know if you saw this, but I'm probably sure you you saw or uh, heard about it. And seeing as you're uh, to the left and I'm to the right, what did you think of the whole Serena Williams episode? I'll be honest, I didn't really watch it too close. Okay, um, well here I'll, I'll give you I will give you the unfiltered. Well, um, I, I know what I kind of know what happened to an happened. extent. I just don't care enough to watch it. Uh, apparently, what I saw was apparently there was something happened on the court, and she was penalized when she was making a, a comeback. And she got like her and the judge exchanged some words, and she even said, "You know, I'm a woman. If I was a man, you would have done this." Yada yada yada. Um, I just, <laughs> I just don't know the situation really. Yeah, okay, that's that's part of it. This is this is how it started. Um, and admittedly, the first part of it, I I do have to wonder about. She got uh, she got uh, warned uh, for coaching that her coach you're not allowed from the crowd. Your your coach is not allowed to give you any help. 
you can ask for on uh, for coaching help, and your coach can come down and talk to you for like a minute or something, and then that's it kind of thing. But you can't do it during the game. And they got caught. Uh, he was positioning her on the court. But apparently they all do that. Apparently this is something that happens on just about every point and every player. For some reason that nobody can really gather, she got a warning, which in of itself is not that big a deal because it's just a warning. She got mad about the warning, and to her point, to her, uh, a point or two later, she smashed the, she beat the shit out of her racket. Well, she got a second warning for that because that they don't tolerate from anybody. And he took a point away from her, which, yeah, again, in of itself is not really that big a deal because she's Serena Williams after all. She gets really pissed at that move and tells the judge that you owe me an apology. Say it. I want you to give me an apology, which you would not, of course, at which point she called him a thief and a few other things. And the rule at that point in tennis, which I did not know, was you lose a game at that point if the if the judge so feels like enforcing the rule, which apparently they don't do very often. But of course he was she was just fucking giving it to him and threatening him basically and he was just a little weasel dude that she probably could have killed him in a fight. Um so she lost a game. At which point she started to cry. Pulled out the card that if she was a man, none of this would happen. And that she's just fighting for female equality. I mean, it seems like the dude was just looking to give her a penalty for nothing. Uh, I've seen those unwritten rules, like where it's not, you can't coach from the crowd. Well, well these aren't unwritten everybody. rules. These aren't unwritten well, rules. You know They're real I mean. rules. It's a real rule, but it's one of those rules that's not really enforced. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like the carry in basketball where. If it's really, really blatant, they'll call it, but most of the time they never call it. I can kind of see her getting angry at that and getting frustrated, and she was frustrated probably because she was losing and making a comeback, and well, they stalled her comeback. That's the thing. Well, she wasn't. She was getting her ass handed to her. She was getting clobbered. Well, in the second set, though, she had started coming back. Yeah, a little bit, but the, the con- consensus was she wasn't going to win. But I don't even know. I don't really think that has anything to do with it. I would say you've got two choices. I think pulling out the sexist thing, I think that's a bit much. Um, uh, because, uh, for an extra thing, which I another thing I didn't know at the time, she's the most fined uh, woman tennis player in the last 10 or 15 years. Because apparently, well, she threatened to kill that one woman back in 2009. <laughs> If you can imagine, she told a hey told somebody a line goes one hundred percent, you know. Yeah, she told a line judge that she was going to shove a ball up her ass and uh, I should just kill you. She got an eighty nine thousand dollar fine for that one. Uh, she got fined seventeen thousand bucks for her travels, but she won one point eight million. So I'm pretty sure she's not too worried about how she's going to pay the fine. But uh, I don't know. I just I just think those things. That is not the place. Uh, you know, she, I mean, I'm not a big fan of hers. But she does a million other things for women in sports that she should take those things and run with them as opposed to – I mean, she admittedly, 
She fucked up. All she had to do was keep her mouth shut. And nothing happens. And she chose not to, and she knew that. And she knew it the minute she, as soon as she called him a thief, she knew she was screwed. But then she really didn't shut up. And then the fact that she pulls tears and all that, I mean, come on, give me a break. Serena Williams is not a, a wuss by any stretch of the imagination. This chick could stomp you and me. Well, me, anyway, maybe not you, you're slightly bigger, but... Um, I just don't like when they. I just don't like when they take. It's just. It's. It was part of the game, and it was part of tennis. For me, it had nothing to do. There's no way you're going to tell me that that judge had any uh, PC. Like that, that. That was the reason he did it. Well, um, quick update: now, Khalil Mack just intercepted. Intercepted. Khalil Mack just intercepted oh, a pass and returned running. for a touchdown. Boy, man, I, I would want to be uh, – I want to see the papers in the in Raider Nation tomorrow morning, especially after Oakland gets stomped on uh, tomorrow night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great great trade, Oakland. Great well, trade, looking Oakland. Looking pretty good right now. That first rounder better turn into, uh, I don't know uh, – Troy Aikman or Brett Favre or somebody like yeah, that. Really. You just lost, you've already lost that trade. <laughs> Brilliant better, bunch. Better, the, the Raiders draft uh, Troy Aikman and uh, Emmett Smith. <laughs> or the, the reincarnations of those two, and even then. Oh, look at that. With a but, but, clone. But, but, what, I'll say about, what I'll say about the Serena thing, this is my only comment on it. I didn't see it. Um, I don't like tennis. I think it's boring. Um, I can't do it. And I'll give them credit. Like, she's a fantastic tennis player. Um, I don't know the whole situation. Um, But I'll say that I don't like when an official makes a call that influences a final matchup like that. So, I'll leave it at that. Uh, I'm not saying that he's, at fault give you. he's at fault, but I don't yeah, like that, that an official that, can influence that the outcome of a big game. That, I agree with you 100% on that, and my flip side of that is I don't like when athletes turn things that happened during the game into their political or whatever their agenda might be. You have millions of ways to do that without making the sport part of it a la Mr. Kaepernick, who, and I hate to get into this one, but I'm going to anyway. I don't doubt that Colin Kaepernick is a nice guy. And I also don't doubt that his beliefs are sincere and that he means to do nothing but good, in his mind anyway, um, with what what he started there. Uh, the whole thing for me, and I think I put it on your Facebook page, in fact, I don't care. I don't care what kind of shoes he sponsors. I don't care who, for any of it. Um, if, if you side with him, wonderful. If you don't, wonderful. I can't believe that people are spending millions of dollars debating about a guy taking a knee. It's absolutely ridiculous. However, they won't Either bat an stuff. eye at a, at another school shooting. No, uh, any of it though. Both sides. 
it's totally ridiculous. For all the other, yeah, you're right. For all the other things that people should be worried about, and even inside the Nike, even inside the whole Nike thing. Well, Nike's the greatest company in the world for for doing this. Okay, they get they get a point for doing it. They lose ten for all the slave labor they employ, but nobody's talking about that. They're talking about it now. Uh, people they trying be. to push they their been talking about it twenty years ago. <laughs> no, they weren't talking about it when it was going on. They just started talking about it whenever uh, Nike did something they didn't like. So you know, all, all I'm saying is I wouldn't care. My favorite player in the universe, who and I don't even know who that would be, could sponsor whatever, whatever it is. Still wouldn't make me go out and buy it. I'll buy whatever I want because I like it or don't like it. I don't need anybody telling me that I, I need to wear Nike shoes or drink Sprite because LeBron likes Sprite or whatever else it might be. I can't believe that people are such sheep. They fall for that. That they cannot That's... make up their own minds. And like I said, you're fully 100%. If you think Colin Kaepernick's an idiot and the old Neil thing is stupid, you're well within your rights to think that. If you think he's the second coming of the Messiah because he's doing it, I'm okay with that too. As long as you came up with that on your own, and you didn't—I mean—that is the whole problem with all that stuff. If you're in that group, well, I got a—what did the group vote? How many guys have got their hands up? Shit, I better put my hand up. <laughs> if I don't put my hand up, I'll be in the other group, and I don't want to be there. I just people well, I'll tell need to think for themselves. I'll tell you this much: here, here's my thought pattern on everything. Nike's the smartest company in the world. Smartest company on planet Earth. Because all they did was take a guy who's controversial, throw him in an ad. An ad they could have used anybody for. If you'd have put well, LeBron they were pay- or if you on oh, They were oh. paying him anyway. Let's not forget that. Well, yeah, of course they were. If you well, and they've been LeBron, paying him for years. And they've been yeah. paying him for years, and, and he's not been doing anything. So if you so put LeBron part, in were, this ad, which they did. No, but at least they got something for their money. Well, if you put... If you put... LeBron in this ad, or if you put any other athlete in this ad, it's just another Nike ad that nobody really pays attention to. Nobody really knows. Exactly, but you don't hear about that. You put anybody in that ad, nobody cares. Nobody pays attention. You put the one. You put a heat magnet in the ad that's going to divide people. And guess what happens? Nike stock went down three percent the day the day that it was announced. Which is expected because stocks come and go. It had really nothing to do with the Kaepernick announcement per se. It sold. Um, it went down. Probably hard. a little it, bit. It, yeah, you you really can't you really can't prove one way or the other. But Nike sustained. Everybody on the right is yelling Nike's going to be broke. Nike just committed company well, suicide. Just stupid. I'll People argue Nike is smart because right now Nike was being outsold. I would assume by whether it be. Um, Under Armour or you know any other any who, other sport. Yeah, I don't know who the big player is in the shoe game these days. But whoever yeah. was out selling Nike probably isn't anymore. Nike just got a bunch of free advertisement because everybody and their brother took an opinion on this. So I, I applaud Nike for being smart, using their head, using money they were already <laughs> spending. To get this guy, they throw him in an ad, and he did, and he's not even the focal point of the ad. He's just in it. 
Not and really. Boom. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'll bet you there's people who don't even know who he is. Like Probably. Visually. They don't until they hear hear his name and then they know. But I and figured to be honest, to me, it was much to do about nothing. No, uh, it's everything. Little... That's that's all anything is down here. I want to know. I want to know when this ad came out. I want to look at the the notes from Congress. That's what I want to do. I want to see what bills passed while we weren't looking. Yeah. I, well, or or did, does it really have any effect outside the social media realm? Probably Where not. Where everybody goes, oh, well, it's hugely successful because, you know, it was tweeted 25,000 times. Well, okay, yeah, fair enough. But does anything is anything actually going to change? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. But uh, Probably not, I gotta, and that's, that's I, the biggie. But, we'll yeah. talk a little more about this later. I'll tell you what, Tim, are you near the computer? I am. Okay. I'll tell you what. Go ahead. Play a couple commercials. I got to step away for a minute. We'll be back in just a minute. All right. All right. Have you been injured on the job, facing divorce, experiencing workplace discrimination? You can rely on a compassionate, thorough representation at New Law Office. That's right. The practicing law of Stephen P. New. He has practiced areas of personal injury, automobile accidents, workplace accidents, mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, and employment discrimination. Mr. New is a proud sponsor of Wide Men Can't Jump, is a big basketball fan, and also pro wrestling fan in the West Virginia area. Stephen P. New will fight for you and will represent you whether it be locally or nationally. Get your free consultation today by dialing 1-888-692-8084 or visit newlawoffice.com today. Again, that's 1-888-692-8084 or visit newlawoffice.com today. We want to invite you to check out our sponsor, wowfreecam.com. For everything you could ever want and imagine in a cam site, it's finally here. It's wowfreecam.com. You can log on right now and go look at some beautiful women, men, and whatever else your heart desires. Wowfreecam.com limits absolutely nothing to your effect, and you can join right now and go check out all the fun over on wowfreecam.com. Make sure that you are 18 or older before checking out the site, but we want to give our oldest sponsor some love here on Wide Men Can't Jump and the Wide Men Network. Wowfreecam.com have been with us from the beginning, and we want you to enjoy all the riches they have to offer. So check it out now. You don't know what you're missing. Wowfreecam.com must be 18 or older. Quite the commercial that one. You gotta, you gotta like it. But there are buddies that look after us, and so we look after them. As we wait for the return of Nathan Bush from the nether regions of West Virginia, as he has went down the rabbit hole of a coal mine to dig up some. I'm not quite sure what he's up to, to be quite honest. But uh, probably to dig up some goody tasty bit for the fans there at uh, the station. Um, I'm back. There he is. He has returned. Sorry. I just said you went down. You went down the rabbit hole of a coal mine in West Virginia. 
Yeah, that was it. <laughs> you know what I saw to change to change the topic entirely. Okay. And I and I wish I knew what the name of the town was because I didn't hear it and I couldn't I didn't look hard enough to find out where it was. I turned the TV on last night, fairly late at night, and American Pickers came on, which I'm sure you know what that is. Yeah. All right. And it was in some small town in West Virginia. Hmm. But I but I didn't catch the name of the town, but it was mostly it was definitely a coal town and it definitely was one that uh, had seen better days. Um a lot of the town was uh, empty. Put it nicely. <laughs> Let me but, look uh, here. Yeah, it was but it was pretty cool to uh I, I I was pretty it was pretty amazing. It was a, a beautiful country. I must Bluefield. Say. Uh, could be. I think it's Bluefield. According to what I'm reading on here, that's not far from me. A few hours. Yeah, they 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 uh, did some picking at a a guy whose parents owned a had owned the general store, and the oh, building yeah? had been built. The building had been built in eighteen something. It had been there for wow. like 125 years, and they hadn't touched it. It was back, you know, in the days when stuff like that used to happen. The dad came to town, and I can't, he worked in a coal mine, and his mother was a teacher. So, he, so his dad married a woman who was a teacher, but her dad owned the general store, so they took over the general store, you know, was that kind of a thing? Yeah. Which used to happen in the country, you know, if you're from the country or a small town, you know, that's how stuff works. It's not like the big city where oh, yeah. people own a business and, and when they're done with it, they, they sell it and move away or whatever. You know, people hang around. That 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 building had been in their family for 125 years. Wow. That's insane. And nobody had been in it since the late 60s when they closed down the store, when the coal mine, or when the store, well, when the town hit hard times and there wasn't enough business to keep the store open. Mm-hmm. So there was stuff in there that hadn't seen the light of day like in 50 years. It was wow. crazy. Yeah, I always enjoy watching you know, American even, Pickers, believe it or not. A, a lot of the times it's pretty interesting depending on where they're at. I don't care if they're, you know, selling comic books and shit like that. But when they were, you know, when they really get into the, uh, what I'll call the Americana. Yeah. You know, thing, you know, and I can, one of the things they found was a Schwinn bike from 19-whatever. And the guy, you know, he says, oh, I don't really even know, you know, what what will you give me for it? And he says, uh, well, I'll give you like 600 bucks for it. And the guy's looking at me, 600 bucks for this pile of rust? And he's like, no, man, this is a Schwinn whatever, and they only made these for, you know, a couple of years or whatever it was, and you can't find them anymore. And this one's still got all the, you know, it's still got the decal on it. And, the, well, yeah. and the decal. Yeah. In those days, it's a metal plate, you know, with Schwinn on it. And he says, you know, all the right stuff's here. It just needs to be restored. And he says, yeah, it's worth 600 bucks easy. This old guy was just in his, I think he was just in his glory that what to him was total junk. <laughs> they were they were willing to pay good money for. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's always cool when you can see stuff like that. It's, I always like those shows. I used to watch Pawn Stars a lot. Well, a person should, uh, it, it, it's something that, uh, you know, and there again, because I'm getting old, uh, it's something that's being lost. And on another note, that kind of ties into that, you know, people are forgetting stuff. There was a story last night on 9-11. And you said, oh, you know, yeah? 9-11 really isn't that, 
Yeah, he said, you know, like 9-11 is not really that big a deal anymore. And the guy's like, well, why? He said, well, because, you know, people who are in their mid-20s to early 30s were just kids. Yeah, and they don't we really were. remember it. Yeah, and they don't, they don't, it doesn't have, I mean, they remember it, but it doesn't have the urgency that it did to somebody who was like 30 years old when it happened. Like, I was shitting razor blades sideways when that happened. I was just like, holy shit. I, yeah, not so much because of the trade center part of it, but boy, I hope, you know, Christ, I hope the Americans don't go into the Middle East and blow Saudi Arabia up, and the Russians yeah. can't let that happen, and, you know, when we're in the middle of, and suddenly we find ourselves in the middle of World War III. Uh, I remember that day was it was a somber day even up here everybody was just like holy shit like what's going on in the world but like if you're a millennial like I said you you probably remember it but not really yeah I um I was in sixth grade when that happened I remember <laughs> I saw it happen live I remember watching the towers fall down and going holy shit well, I, my mom and dad were watching it on uh they were watching like Regis and Kelly or Kathy Lee or whatever, and of course you know the backdrop there for that show because they do it live, or at least they did that episode. They watched the the first plane fly in, and we all thought it was a mistake, you know. And then I walked from my second period class, which was my math class, to my third period class, and sat down, and they turned the TV on, and I'm like, "What the hell's going on?" And we sat there, and they're like, "There's been a plane fly into the, the one of the twin towers. We're gonna check on it. You know, we want you guys to see it." I was like, "Well, okay. You know, I I just thought somebody had fucked up flying the plane. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, somebody. Yeah, well, I didn't. Well, up I didn't, there was an I didn't equate it with uh, you know airliner either. Well, no, I thought maybe an engine had died or, or well, something one, happened. Well, one had though. Like, I don't know. It was. I think just before that. Maybe a year or two before that, some guy crashed a like a twin engine into a building in downtown New York. Yeah, something like that. Not not in a yeah you know, not in a you know nothing in a terrorist vein, but so when they no, 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 plane, no. I mean I never thought of you know seven forty seven. And then we were watching it, and the second one hit, and I said, "Uh oh, that's when you knew something was up." I was like, "Oh shit, something going down." Well, that was a. It was a it was a nice time. I have to admit, I'm glad like that I didn't live anywhere near there at that point. You know, I was I was far, far enough away. away. I'm, I'm far enough away from New York to not have to worry too much. Well, I figured if if anybody's uh, hitting a terrorist strike in downtown Grand Prairie, Alberta, Canada, holy boy, <laughs> we've really hit the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, yeah, like, that's uh, that would happen there here. Some, uh, there's some heavy shit they, going on if. Logan, West Virginia, you know. Huh? We're hitting the coal well, mines. Hit the abandoned case. meth lab or the abandoned crack yeah. house. We're hitting the we're hitting the coal mines in case they decide to make tanks with those from that coal power, you know, like the Russians, or they're hiding something in the coal mine. I mean, well, that actually might actually be something that's true. Never really thought of that. They could be hiding something down there in their mines somewhere. That's possible. If they are, they're not doing a good job at it. <laughs> Well, you wouldn't know, right? The government could That's easily true. have turned. There could be some kind of installation in one of those things that you don't know anything about. Who uh, knows? Hold on, I mean, are there, on, on a serious note, are there any, do you guys have anything like that in that neighbor? Do you get any missile silos in West Virginia? Was that somewhere they launched from or not? Or do you even know? 
Well, I'm getting silence. I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're gone. That would be why. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. I might have to step away again here in just a minute. So. No problem. I'm, I'm looking lie. up West Vir- I'm looking up West Virginia Mississippis. I was curious if you had any there, which apparently you do. Oh, okay. Where are they at? Which I did not know. Well, I'm I'm looking now. Okay, not West Virginia, Virginia for those particular ones. What part? Norfolk Defense Area. Oh yeah, it's down there. That's uh, Norfolk. Norfolk. That's Norfolk, a big Norfolk. Navy they base. Whole, yeah, they got a whole ship full of them there. Uh, I mean, because they must. How the hell did we get off football? <laughs> we ended uh, up. Well, we're talking about American <laughs> pickers, and from American <laughs> pickers to uh, to caves. Uh, <laughs> we ended up to, somehow on this, and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> there's, even in, there's even some in Philadelphia. Wow. Good Lord, huh? Thomas, I believe that. Run, Tom, run. <laughs> There's I wonder, the, uh, are we allowed, were we banned from talking about any of that? Talking about what? I wasn't, uh, anything about what our good friend Tom is up to that doesn't involve work. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. Not to. Well, we um, you know what, let's, we, we, we won't, I, I, I won't mention any names. And well, and but we can say that our our good friend Tom Robinson, uh, after uh, well, I think what is a fairly lengthy, um, uh, what would the word be, uh, he jumped back into the dating game. I don't know the details, that. but he he did. He, I don't uh, know any details either. Did, uh, enjoy a night out. I, I know I know the lady's name. Well, you know more and, than me. Uh, I know her name, and because Tom is not uh, Facebook savvy, and I am, <laughs> I know what she looks like. <laughs> because Thomas is not very wise in the ways of the Facebook. It's <laughs> uh, <but laughs> funny. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Oh gosh. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he was thinking, you know, that he was trying to be sneaky or anything. But no, you know, no. He tells he tells me her name, and then I go and look at. Uh, uh, well, I actually didn't go look. I just uh, when I clicked on his name in Messenger, then it tells me, uh, you know, on the computer version of Facebook, it tells me if he's added any friends lately. And of course, yeah. that person's that first name pops up. Well, okay, I'll tell you this, well. folks: do not, do not try to hide things. From Tim Dombrova. <laughs> he will find them. I am a search, like I am Yahoo, Google, and with the stubbornness of a 50-year-old crotchety man. I, If it's in there somewhere, I will find it, and you will be embarrassed if you try to lie about it. So just don't bother. Just come clean. Be like, be like Armando Martinez and admit <laughs> you like the 49ers. Hey, I admit don't I'm a Tampa fan. I've been cheering for the Toronto Maple Leafs for 40 years. As long I've been as a Tampa Bay fan, I've been as as Tampa Bay fan for 18 years now. And they have not won the Stanley Cup since I was born. And I still Tampa Bay, cheer Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl the second year after I had chosen them as my team. 
And then after that, oh, buddy. (laughs) You haven't had much uh, in the sports department. Okay, though, the Blue Jays won the World Series twice, but that's already 20 years ago. That's back, what, 92 and 93, I believe. But for a major league franchise, that's pretty good. You don't get the World Series too often unless you're like the Red Sox or the Yankees. Very true. Uh, Football, I guess, I mean, the Cowboys have won a few Super Bowls in time I remember, but that's got to be pushing – 20 years ago. Um, hockey, I've had nothing. 50 years Last ago. one for the Cowboys, I believe, was 1995. That sounds about right. And, uh, it was, uh, and basketball's not far behind because the Chicago Bulls haven't won since the 90s either. So... Let's see. Football, 2002? 2001, 2002? Uh, yeah, they locked one out in there somewhere. <laughs> basketball, never. NCAA basketball, never. Uh, <laughs> uh, I actually have got Michigan has won a national championship, but there again, that's back in the early 90s, I want to say. Uh, Glenn Robinson. That team, I believe. The Fab Five? No, before that. Fab oh, Five okay. never won shit. No, they, they didn't, got did they? They got beat in the nope. uh, semifinals. They got there and lost to Duke and somebody else. UNLV, they lost to North Carolina. Say. North Carolina was the team that beat them. You know, they, 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 I know they got to the final, I want to say, twice. But, yeah. But never won. But never won. That was before that. Um, I'm sure, I want to say Glenn Robinson played for that team. He probably did. Then uh, Robinson was a hell of a player. They were kind of a bunch of, and they were kind of a bunch of not nobodies, but um, I don't know that they were expected to win or anything like that. Not sure, but uh, Tim, it, I'll be right back in just a second. I'm sorry, right. I got to keep running away, but I'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, only on this show can you hear the sounds of Nate Bush. As he runs, look at him go. There goes Nate Bush. He has a fine running form. He's a big man, but he moves quick for a big guy. Look at how he pumps those arms. Full extension of the legs. Uh, the back straight. The chin proud. The face out into the wind. The nose breaking the air like any good runner. There he comes into the first turn. Beat an acceleration out of the corner. Oh! Oh, Nate Bush is wrecked. Oh, he has hit the corner of a kitchen cabinet. And he's down. He's down. Oh, his pet dog is overlooking his face. It looks like looks like he might be all right. He's up. He's okay. Nate Bush is back in the race. No worries. Here he comes, up to corner number two, where, as part of the uh, Wide Man Can't Jump uh, decathlon, Nate Bush will at the moment, maybe not even at decathlon. Well, at decathlon, but with crazy sports, Nate Bush will attempt a vault. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you are correct, a vault. Here he goes. He's going to do a double somersault with a full twist and a plancha landing. Here we go. Here goes Bush. Oh, he nailed it. He nailed it. Oh, that's going to be sixes across the board. Mary Lou Retton would be proud. Nadia Comaneci would hang her head in shame. 
after seeing the ball that good by Nate Bush. That, ladies and gentlemen, was incredible. Nate Bush moving on to his third print of the decathlon, where he will, in fact, attempt to eat 25 Chick-fil-A sandwiches in only two minutes. We're going to have to turn the audio off for this, but we will try to describe the carnage that takes place as Nate Bush devours 25 Chick-fil-A sandwiches I believe spicy, if I'm not wrong. He has um, 32 gallons of Coca-Cola at his side and some ranch uh, dipping sauce to try to combat the uh, spicy. And here we go. He's off. Oh, look how easily he punched those first three. Those first three were in the mouth and down the throat without even a breath. This man is incredible. He moves on to sandwich four and five. No trouble there. I'm back. Going by, but uh, shut up, I'm doing something. There goes Nate Bush. Oh, he's on to sandwich number seven. That goes down easily. Sandwich eight, nine, and ten follow quickly in one breath. This man is an eating machine. He's got 15 to go and only 45 seconds to eat 25 Chick-fil-A sandwiches and set a new wide men can't jump to Cathalon record. <laughs> Don't think I couldn't either. Uh, before that, you know what you did before that? You did, a double, a, you did a double somersault with a half a twist with a plancha landing for a vault. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and uh, Mary Lou Retton cried, and Nadia Kamenichi held her head in shame. I don't know if you know who she is, but she was the first woman to ever get perfect scores in a vault. You know, Olympic history. You were well, that good. I was, well. And Sorry, you moved on I, in to, case you anybody's moved wondering, I'll go ahead and say why we will continue. <laughs> we will continue with Nick Fillet's Chick, uh, Nick, Nick Fillet's with a, Nate Bush's attempt to eat 25 Chick Fil A chicken sandwiches in two minutes. And the next time uh, <laughs> Nate has to leave us, we're on sandwich number nine. He has a minute and ten left. Well, in case anybody's <laughs> wondering, the reason why I keep uh, leaving and coming back, I am at work. <laughs> So I have to get up eventually and, and go in right here and, to be at work. and do my this thing. It's called multitasking. And as a millennial, you have every right to do it. And don't let anybody tell you you don't because you'll be triggered otherwise. Well, I you haven't missed have a commercial break yet, so no, we're doing that's okay. what you're doing. You're not, you're not going to commercials. Every time I say something you don't like, you get triggered, and you're going to run off to your fucking safe oh, space. Shit. Well, I figured it out now, you little liberal you. <laughs> I like that. Little TR and little liberal Nate. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> no, no TR. Don't phone the sex hotline. Screw you, little Nate. I know what I'm doing. Hello, is this hot chocolate? My daddy's You are something else. Oh, yeah. Oh, I should tell you that, because that's a pretty funny story, actually. Okay, uh, go ahead. The last, show I did with, the last show I did with Tom, which you probably never bothered to listen to the Patreon show, because, well, why would you? Um, uh, Tom broke it to me that uh, he felt that uh, – we, we we mentioned Alabama in the college football. And, of course, you know what that prompted Tom to do as soon as he heard Alabama. What's yes, that? No? 
he broke into song. Ah, okay. And then and then proceeded to tell me that, uh, and I paraphrase, but uh, that he knew, despite the fact that I was probably the sickest motherfucker he knew for those Mary Kill uh, fuck things, that somewhere Indeed. deep down in my deep down in my heart there was probably a romantic soul somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and he advised me to the next time I wanted to get romantic with my better half that I play a particular Alabama song of which the title escapes me at this point. Because that made me laugh made me laugh because my uh, better half being younger than me totally despises country music in a way I can't even begin to describe. <laughs> um, and if, uh, if I, A, if I was to even get romantic, she'd probably ask me what the hell's going on. And then followed by country music, um, there would be a call to the alien abduction hotline, I'm thinking, or something along those lines. Guys would come and put me in a white coat and take me away because she would assume there was something seriously wrong with me. I just thought I'd share that. <laughs> Uh, I do want to point out Aaron Rodgers is back in the game, and he is playing. And it's and I'd like to point out that it's not mattering because it's twenty to nothing for Chicago. Right, give him time now. There's only still the a third quarter, quarter and a half left yet, and we are at Lambeau, so we can never rule out that sort of thing. And they are driving right now. They're in Chicago territory. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh yes, the. Uh, the Wolverines. I, I totally forgot that they were in the final last year, but lost. Yeah, they were. I totally forgot that about they that. were. So that, that was pretty good. Um, they didn't. They won back. Uh, Steve Fisher took over from Bill Frieder, who who walked before the tournament started. Yeah. And uh, and they actually won that year, whatever year that hmm. was. So, uh, which is just bizarre. And then he recruited the. The five after that. That's when all that started. Ah. That is back in. Uh, that was actually 1989. It was 1980 something in the world that I grew up in. <laughs> it was the summer of '69. Love that song. <laughs> so, in case anybody's <laughs> wondering, I've actually went back and listened to the music trivia shows. And, and did you laugh and enjoy them wholeheartedly? I did actually. I've enjoyed them quite because, a lot, and and it's been so long since I've listened to them. I forgot what, most of the answers. And did you do what I find when I listen back to the shows that What's I only that? heard half of what that I only really hear about half of what gets said? Yeah, I did actually. Because you hear, like I say something to you, I hear your response or part of it. Tom says something. I don't hear what Tom says. I think of a reply and start to say it while you're saying something, and I missed all of it. And half of it was extremely funny. Well, here's what I've been thinking. I've actually been, for the past two days, been thinking, we need to do another music trivia show, and I'm going to Trebek, and then you and Tom are going to have to face well, off. I was going to say, this, this is where I tell you that we were going to do another one and that you were supposed to do it. So... <laughs> Well, I know that, damn it. Give me time here, okay? I'm a little busy. But I've thought of some good questions. I've thought of some very good questions. So we we will hopefully have a music. uh, It's hard to do, isn't it? It is. Like, I've actually really had to think. 
Like really it's hard. Very hard to come up with the questions because I like I find is in my head it's either okay this is way too hard, and they'll never know this, or everybody knows this, which isn't always the case, because it's hard to forget that your own knowledge is not everybody's. Very true. You know, like I'm like I'm painfully aware, like in the country department, you know that uh, that uh, Tom knows a lot more about country music than me, but then sometimes I give him too much credit. And I go, okay, well, there's no way he would not know that. You know, and he doesn't know that. But. Yeah. I, I well, it looks like the to, Packers are going to kick a field goal. By God. That's because, uh, oh, where's the where's the hit on the defenseless receiver there? That's got to be a penalty. That's funny how uh, how uh, if you if you play any position but quarterback they can pretty much tear your fucking head off. Basically, yes. <laughs> but if you're in the QB, uh, it don't matter that much. You know. Did you get? Did somebody just touch your toe? <laughs> I'll be wrapping the passing. <laughs> so, uh, fun fact, or not really a fun fact, but did you happen to see the um, the Delaney Walker injury today? I did not. Oh, brutal! Brutal. Let me check. Let me check my my uh, friendly neighborhood YouTube. Uh, It's probably not on there. Hold on, I'll send you a link. Oh, I'll bet you it'll be on here. Everything's on here. Uh, it might be, but uh, I couldn't find it a while ago. But it might be now. The lady, the lady walker. I'll see I wanted link to talk though. more about that guy. I wanted to talk more about that guy from the. I can't remember what his name is. He's the mouthpiece from the Jacksonville Jaguars, who oh. uh, who um, uh, says he could he could uh, uh, make any NHL hockey team, but he doesn't know how to skate. <laughs> 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 Which just kills me. Uh, I nearly pissed my pants. All right, I sent you the link. Okay, yeah, no, I got it. I got it. Okay, check it out. Let's see here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a serious injury. How about you show it to us? Veteran tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know who he is. That's why we're here. Sound like oh, uh, Randy on South Park. I am Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am Lord. La la la. <laughs> did, you, did you see the one? Oh God, yeah, that is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. That ankle. Oh, he's up. done. I bet. I bet he's conjures done for the up. year. That conjures up very, uh, uh, semi visions of uh, Joe Theismann. Not quite that bad, but getting there. Uh, yeah, it's bad. As I was gonna, I was gonna say where when uh, when Randy is being lordy and he and he goes and decides he has to do the live concert, and he and they boo him <laughs> at the Pepsi and Center. And his manager tells him, "Well, just do it, what you know, what all the other people do." So he starts playing with himself, and then tries to fist himself. And but he's a he's a dude, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Man, yeah. this show is so messed up, but I love it so much. <laughs> that show is so. They just don't. But that but that is the beauty of that show. They do they're, not they're care wonderful. about anything. If you're if you're a Christian, we're going to make fun of you. If you're Scientologist, we'll make fun of you. If you're a Mormon, we'll make fun of you. Black, white, 
gay, straight, we don't care. If there's a joke there to be made that we think is funny, we're doing it. And we oh, yeah, care. they don't care. And, I mean, they've been sued a time or two earlier in their careers, but I don't think they take much guff these days because it's almost become a badge. You know, well, you know, we must be doing something right if we've caught the attention of, you know, mainstream and South Park. So, you know, if they made fun of us, whatever, it doesn't matter. We're, like, I love the, the, the uh, Book of Mormon one where, uh, you know, the Joseph, when Joseph Smith got the, you know, took the gold tablets into town and told the people, and in the background they start singing, and, and instead of singing words, they just start singing, dum, 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 dum. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not paying attention... No, you're not. Yeah, if you're not paying attention, you don't hear it until the, the guy's wife says, well, if he's really the prophet, let's, let's steal his... Uh, his notes, and he should be able to go back out there and and rewrite it word for word, right? And then and then the dum 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 changes to smart 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 smart. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, yeah, like it's just subtle enough that if you're not paying attention, you don't hear it at all. But dum 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 dum. I mean, it is when you listen to it. It's and then they even put on the screen. This is not us being jerks. This is actually what these people believe. Yeah, that you know, Satan's into volcanoes and oh yeah, the uh, and all that craziness. Which I mean, oh I'm, man, that again, was wonderful. Don't get me wrong. If you want to be a Mormon, and that's what floats your boat, or a Scientologist, and that's what floats your boat and gets you through the day, all the power to you. Uh, I don't want to hear anything about it, but it doesn't mean you can't be a part of it. Just saying. Just like if you like the penis or the vagina, or neither, if you don't like either of them, you like maybe you like maybe you like the butthole. <laughs> you know? Well, maybe you do. Hell, you know maybe you're really maybe you like feet. I know people. You know, I know a guy with a foot fetish. Uh, That's me what too. really works for you, and it ain't hurting nobody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, if that's what you if that gets you going and gets you through the day, yeah, whatever. Not my cup of tea. Not my mm-hmm. uh, two cups of tea, if you know what I'm saying. Well, let me ask you this. Uh-oh. To get back to a little football here, we, we promised we talked football, and we did, but I want to talk a little more. Um, right, did you happen to watch any college football this weekend? I watched the ever eleven fuck out of college football this weekend. I saw so much college football that I was puking up uh, fucking midterms. <laughs> well, uh, what'd you watch? What what games did you catch? Uh, what didn't I watch? I watched everything that was on here pretty much, which was well, West Virginia had know, a tough probably one this weekend. Yeah, no, they I played. Didn't get, uh, I didn't get. I didn't get that game because they were playing. Yeah, they nobody. played Youngstown State. What a tough matchup. For the Mountaineers. Well, they, actually, uh, that was my, uh, there again, I, I hate to continue to bitch about this, but I'm going to bitch about it until somebody fucking does something about it. Uh, there really wasn't any, uh, maybe two or three games worth really talking about that were any matchups initially. Yeah. It turned Clemson out to be a couple of half decent one, uh, games, but, but there really wasn't a whole lot to talk about uh, this week. You know, okay, I mean, uh, you know, Alabama rolls over Arkansas State fifty seven to seven. Well 
Boy, yippee. Uh, Clemson barely escaped <laughs> with their lives. She said yippee. <laughs> yippee. Clem, Clemson barely, you know, it was a good thing. Clemson beat Texas A&M 28-26, and it was a good thing Clemson had Al Bundy at running back for those four touchdowns. <laughs> That's right, state champion. Yeah, or, or uh, Texas A&M, uh, they just about won that game. They ran out of time. They scored uh, 23 points in the second half. Yeah. That game would have been another two minutes longer. Clemson would have lost. Uh, what else did I watch? Georgia, the Georgia-South Carolina game was a game for about 15 minutes. And then that just got ugly. Uh, Ohio State beat the piss out of Rutgers, but who else would it, would expect anything? Yeah, else? Ohio State. I like to say Ohio State. They played the. Uh, they have a great schedule. They they played a tough first game, then they lined up uh, New Jersey, New Jersey State Hair Care Tire Center, uh, and then they yeah. uh, they took on. They got the big yeah. one coming up. They got the big yeah. one coming up with the. Uh, the Rogers School, the Deaf, Dumb, and Blind. So that one's going to be a tough I'm one. I'm pretty sure that they have a tougher one scheduled the week after, where they play the, uh, the Women's Auxiliary of the First Baptist Church of Logan, West Virginia. <laughs> I think uh, the week after that on the schedule, they've got North Southwestern San Diego State University. So uh, oh, look out! Well, you know, they're a powerhouse. I don't know. Yeah. You got to watch out for those uh, uh, First Baptist Church women. Yeah, they have hey, one hell of a pass. Don't throw fried chicken at you, man. You gotta, watch. you gotta watch. They have a really vicious deep ball. Uh, their quarterback, uh, May Smith, sixty-two-year-old May Smith. What a <laughs> shotgun of an arm she's got. Let me tell you. And jumping in, she throws uh, her. The wide receiver combination is her twin sister, Maggie Smith. And man, them two are there's something else. Well, been, you can't uh, forget about you can't forget about that offensive line, and then of course tied in. <laughs> Beulah May, who is uh, one of the best. She's five foot eleven, three hundred and thirty-seven pounds, and she will oh, chicken and dumble but, your ass. But move, lateral movement. Let me tell you something else. She's been heavily recruited by the Bears. Well, let's not forget about the fullback, Icebox Jones, who comes back for her big <laughs> <laughs> her, her senior season. Yes, her. Her AARP. Oh yeah, yeah, no, you, you know, because of course we do know that you know what is what is the First Baptist Church of the Women's Auxiliary of uh, Logan, West Virginia? What is their uh, most famous play? <laughs> Remind me. Well, the Hail Mary. Right. I thought that was painfully obvious. I thought that was painfully obvious. It should have been. It should have been. Yeah, Hail Mary. And they well, do, they, do and like they have to... gone to them. They, they, they do do the Statue of Liberty, but they totally refuse to do the flea flicker. There's <laughs> no part of the flea flicker. They do the Statue yeah. of Liberty, but it's more of a crucifix-looking play, so you know how that works. <laughs> Maggie goes over to the sidelines. and It's like one of those trick plays in high school basketball, you know, where somebody yeah. drops down and acts like they're dead or something over in the corner. They get the attention of the other team, and then she gets back up and runs, and they, they go for the deep ball. Uh, remind me to tell you something, but I got one more joke about this. I got to make. Instead of wrist coaches, they've actually got uh, old hymnals on their wrist that they look at, and they three thirty three. And so. but now let me let me tell. <laughs> so all the years I spent in church, that's hilarious to me. 
That might not yeah, be I mean, funny to anybody else, but to me. It's hilarious to me, too, so don't feel bad. Uh, let me tell you this. This weekend, um, I didn't get to watch a, watch a lot of football on Saturday. Uh, I had you know I had to work uh, Friday night. I had to call a football game for the radio station, and then I had to be back here the next morning, like four hours later after I got home, um, show up and worked uh, my shift and took – Went home and, and fell asleep and then got up and had to go DJ a wedding ceremony. or Not the ceremony, but the, the after party, the reception. So we go DJ the reception. Well, there's this um, elderly lady there. Well, not really elder, not really old, old, but she's an older woman. Um, well, what, so like 40, eh? No, no, older than that. Uh, older woman, not not elderly, not like in her eighties, you know, probably sixties, sixties, seventies, probably probably mid sixties would be my guess. But um, what happened was she began to dance right on the floor to "Staying Alive" by the Bee Gees, and she was tearing it down. Staying alive, buddy. I tell you, <laughs> she uh, she grabbed it was the like groom. A she grabbed the groom and pulled him onto the dance floor and took his hand and put it in her dress. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I said, Well damn you're a, Okay, well you're the you're the budding pharmacist of the of the organization. Uh, is there yes. a, a female equivalent of Viagra? Uh I'm sure there is. It just would I mean well I, I guess that wouldn't matter. Maybe maybe somebody slipped her some ecstasy. Maybe I don't know, but anyway, she—I I think she was just having fun because they, you know, they laughed and hugged, and he walked away, and it was fine. But I was texting Autumn as it was going on, and I was like, you know, I was giving her the play-by-play. I said, "Oh my God, this woman is breaking it down to staying alive." This old woman, and then I told her, I said, "Oh gosh," she grabbed the groom and put his hand in her shirt. And then I said, "Oh God," and she, uh, she got winded, right? And I decided <laughs> to have some fun with Autumn. The the woman got winded. She walked off the dance floor and went and had a seat. And I said, oh, she's tired now. She's sitting down. Well, that was the last thing I told Autumn that was true. Uh, so well, the next there, thing I told her was, oh, God. been a yarn? Yeah, I started to mess with her a little bit. I said, oh, she doesn't look too good. Was the next te- Hold on. I'll, I'll pull the text messages up. And I'll. Uh... Did you tell her <laughs> that this woman expired at the wedding? <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. You bastard! You. I'll read. I'm gonna read this text to you word for word because I'm pull. I'm pulling it up here. <laughs> I know how you question Yeah, I started having a little fun. It, it was. It was pretty funny. I thought. Uh, okay, so I said, "No." Nah, she goes, "Is Grandma tipsy?" I said, "No, nah, she's having fun." Lord, she's got to sit down. She's out of it. Oh, damn. She doesn't look good. She goes, I'm telling you, there's alcohol involved. And I said, oh, shit, she's out. I got to call an ambulance. She says, oh, my God, are you serious? I said, be right back. Holy shit, she's not breathing. And then uh, Josh, <laughs> Josh got in on it. Josh said, this is actually bad. This is Josh. Nathan is doing CPR on this woman. And Autumn sends back a, a face. And she said, oh, my God, somebody called 911. This is crazy. What the fuck? And then we proceeded to tell her that we were only joking. <laughs> so you've heard, uh, so you've heard the joke about the uh, three old ladies who were sitting at the bus stop, and the man came up in the trench coat and flashed them. Uh huh. And the first old, and the first old lady had a stroke. 
And the second old thirty had second old lady had a stroke, and the third one really wanted to, but her arms wouldn't reach. <laughs> That's funny. There's a little, there's a little something, something. Funny. I'm going to use that one. I like that one. Yeah. That's old lady's funny. hand, which she wasn't, she just couldn't reach. <laughs> well, Tim, um, so we, we're, I'm looking here. Uh, it's been a wild thing call in in football, though. Um, we didn't talk about the Steelers Browns game, the game that nobody wanted to win. <laughs> the lost the fucking redheaded stepchild nobody wanted to adopt. Nobody wanted it. The Cleveland Browns, ladies and gentlemen, ended their losing streak, but they didn't, but didn't win. win. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just so My- fitting. It's the most Cleveland thing you can do. It's just so fitting. <laughs> you know, it, you know, it would have been better if the game would have been called because of, I don't know, it fucking rained frogs or something would have made more sense for Cleveland. You like know, some kind of a biblical plague looked at Cleveland. Me and said, Cleveland's not going to lose today. But, and I've been like, really? They've been like, yeah. But somehow they're not uh-huh. going to start a winning streak either. And I'll be damned. Well, and you and you look at the at the uh, okay. Now even the internet's decided to fuck with Cleveland. I pulled up the Cleveland brick box score. Yeah, and it says Cleveland. Pa- it says Cleveland no passing stats, which is pretty <laughs> close to being <laughs> pretty close to being true. Oh God! Oh, good old ESPN it's fucking oh, with man. the Cleveland Times. I have to go to another fucking it's website all, to find it's a box so card. It's so funny. It's like, I don't know what in the hell Cleveland has done. Well, I really, I couldn't watch that game. It wasn't on here, and it kind of pissed me off because I... We've got, we've got Sunday ticket, so we were able to watch all the games. I kept seeing the, the, you know, the... Uh, I kept, I had it on GameCast on ESPN, so I could just see, you know, play-by-play. Play. Yeah. And I'm just like, you've got to be... You gotta be fucking kidding me! <laughs> what is going on there? That this score is is what it is. I mean, it was uh, seven nothing for Pittsburgh at the half, and I'm going, it's fucking Cleveland. Like you can only put down seven against Cleveland. That's it. Like you would have thought it would have been, you know, like a high, like a college game, you know, thirty-five nothing for Pittsburgh at the half, and the game is over, because that's usually. I mean, it, I don't know. Yeah. Was Cleveland that bad? Was Pittsburgh that bad? Did they both suck? Neither team really looked good. You know that horrifically. That uh, well, let's look at this. Awesome. Uh, okay, we've got a, we've got the Steelers go up seven nothing on a four-yard run. So that's not exactly a, a, a horrific, you know, huge play. Um. The Browns answer with a 20-yard touchdown run by Tyrod Taylor because it's really the only thing he can do is run. He can't really throw. He's got a decent arm, but he's he's a he's one of those guys that he's always played with bad offensive lines, so he's always running for his he's life. He's used to running. Uh, Roethlisberger throws a 22-yard touchdown to Antonio Brown. Then James Conner, who made, uh, by the way, has made the uh, city of Pittsburgh forget a leave on who. Because he ran for like I want to say some ridiculous amount today, and they they didn't miss Bell at all. Although 
Yeah, they didn't miss him. Let's put it that way. So that's 21 to 7. Uh, the Browns answer back with a one-yard run to make it 21-14. And then with a minute and 58 left in the fourth quarter, they get a 17-yard touchdown pass to Josh Gordon from Tyron Taylor, tied up at 21. Then we go to the uh, – and then that gets more ridiculous because they fucking uh, – they had another chance to score. And for some reason that nobody can figure out, uh, on third and something – Taylor tries to throw a 38-yard pass and gets picked when all he needed to do was get a few more yards and try to kick a field goal to win the game. Is that something because Cleveland never wins that they don't know that in Cleveland? Apparently. (laughs) Well, that's pretty horrific. Like, who who made that call? I know somewhere somebody's got to have the answer to... uh, I don't know of any Cle- anyone who fully admits they're a Cleveland fan, so uh, I wouldn't mind talking to one because I don't really know any. Um, I'm trying to find that on gay on the plays because I couldn't figure out why they did that when they did it, unless I missed something, but I don't think I did. Um, Nate Bush is now attempting to eat his 14th. Chick-fil-A burger. He's uh, sweating quite a bit, uh, turning red. Um, he's grown a third breast as the uh, Chick-fil-A is not really getting all the way down to the stomach at this point. Um, oh, oh no. Looks like he might throw up. Oh, no. He he has swallowed his own puke and is moving on. Um, he will successfully eat all the Chick-fil-A sandwiches, by the way. God, I wish I could find the uh, entire place for this game. Uh, and yet, for some reason, I cannot. Usually, when I want to, f- when I don't want to find that, that's what I only thing I can find. Um, but a uh, good turnout in uh, Cleveland, at least. Uh, Sold out, 67000 so that's nice. Good for the uh, pocketbook, if nothing else. Uh, I really wish I could find that last play. But then, uh, I mean, we'll talk about it more when Nate gets back, but the the, the wackiness that ensued in the, uh, in the uh, overtime. Well, I don't know. Um, I, I don't think I've ever seen that before. I'm sure it's happened, but uh, uh, missed field goal, blocked field goal, uh, turnovers, you name it. Um, but I guess at least it only took them one game to have a better record than they did from last year, even though they didn't get a win. And uh, I'm back. Unbelievable. He's back. I'm back. What's up? Back in the saddle again. You ate uh, 25 Chick-fil-A sandwiches and appeared to puke, but <laughs> swallowed it. And <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, I was just looking at the. Uh, I was trying to find out exactly what happened. Uh, so Steelers are up by 14 in the fourth quarter. Um, 
they missed a field goal with a minute 44 remaining in the overtime. The uh, Browns come back down the field uh, after a strip sack fumble of Roethlisberger. So there's another goof by Pittsburgh that leads to the Broncos attempt, which is blocked. Um, And by all accounts, I did not see it, but by the kicker's account, it was not anything I could do. They went right through the blocking like it wasn't there. Yeah. I just couldn't do anything except try to drive it right through, which, of course, doesn't work. So that takes the Cleveland Browns to an exciting 0-16-1 in their last 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they didn't lose, though. They didn't lose. They did not lose. So it's, I mean, it only it's took them one game problem. to better their record from last year, but they didn't win. It's just crazy. Uh, that's the, uh, just, that's, ESPN still refuses to give me any uh, cle- Oh, here we go Alright Tyrod Taylor, that beast of a quarterback 15 of 40 Whew. For, that's a for lot 197 of <laughs> Yeah, for 197 yards One TD, one interception Was sacked seven times For a stunning QB rating of 42.6 But <laughs> To make things worse, Ben Roethlisberger is only 23 of 41. More yards, mind you, 335. Only one touchdown. He had three interceptions, four sacks, and a fumble for a stunning quarterback rating of, wait for it, 22.8. No running. Well, the only guy who can run for Cleveland is Jay Connor from the Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had 31 carries for 135 yards and two TDs. So they didn't miss Bell at all. He wasn't the reason they didn't win. Um, I think Connor is showing people showing people that they don't need Bell. He also picked up uh, five five catches for 57 yards. So almost 200 all-purpose yards. Um, yeah, I think the. Do you see? Speaking of Bell, did you see how much money he gave up? How much money he's given up per game? How much? Eight hundred and ninety-three thousand dollars in change for every time he don't play. Whew. Whew. Now I'm now I'm thinking to myself, okay, he's 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 mad because he's not getting paid enough because of the franchise tag. Yeah. And he wants I get he that. wants a new. I, I get that too, but it's the rules. It sucks, but it's the rules. Yeah, I agree. Um, and they can't do it to him again, if I understand things. After this season, if they tag him, they can't. Yeah, so uh, so you hold out to make a few more million dollars, but now you're going to have to make it even more because if you keep sitting out, you're losing almost a million a game. Well, the um, issue is if he plays and gets hurt, then like let's just say he he plays and does he maybe not get hurt. Year? He's hurting his own value by playing. This is basically a one-year contract. It's about money, yeah, but it's also about longevity. He's right in the middle of his prime right now, and if he goes down, like let's say he tears an ACL, then he's basically next year looking at probably not having a job. 
And he wants okay, the, the – I mean, it's a lot of ifs, but running backs take a uh, beating. So, so basically what you're telling him is he wants to sign the fat contract for, you know, whatever, you know, seven years for $142 million with 60 well, of I mean, it guaranteed. He, he, he wants, wants one of those kind of wants, deals. Yeah, probably. Like, he wants to get paid, clearly. It, it's about money. But he also wants that security okay, of knowing, I okay, if I go that. down – if I go down, I know I'm a Pittsburgh Steeler. I know I'm going to have my job. And, and, like, let's just say this year, he gets franchise tagged by the Steelers. Okay, let's say that happens. Okay, he gets hurt, tweaks his knee, something hurts. Uh, you know, well, now he's looking at Pittsburgh may not re-up him. Okay, well, sorry. We were going to sign you to a deal, but you got hurt. Well, we got this young guy, so see you later. And now no other team wants to take a risk on him because if they do – He's hurt, and he's not going to well, get the money that he would get if he stayed well, in Pittsburgh. You know deal. Welcome to the real world where everything doesn't get to go your way. Hey, I agree. Poor, I, if it were me, I'd be there playing. It's $14 million. I mean, you'll be fine. He still but, makes more than any other running back in the league. He's the highest paid running back in the league. Yeah, but I, so, I think he realizes he can go from getting paid to being unemployed really quick because it happens a lot in the NFL. Sean well, wouldn't Alexander it be something if uh, wouldn't it be something if it backfires? It I mean, could. he'll get picked up by somebody else, but somebody will get him. <laughs> but, That's yeah, the thing. But at least, at be... least this way, at least this way, if he get, he's not going to get hurt, and he's going to, he's not going to play this year, and he probably won't get, he won't get paid, but somebody will pick but him up next. He's going to lose. So he's gonna lose. He's gonna have to make another fifteen million dollars on top of whatever he gets to make up for the year he misses. Pretty much, yeah. See, I just find that. I don't know. I, I mean, is it silly? I, yes, but I, I, I see get it where he's I coming from. It. I see where I he's coming from. For, I don't have to agree with it, but it's like okay, 15, I get it. Because you see it so often with, with football players. Yeah, well, it's one of those sports where, I mean, you are kind of uh, uh, the career window's not that long anyway, particularly for a running back. Um, and probably short of hockey. Oh boy, uh, did you see the score is twenty to ten, and the Packers are they're moving uh, down? Here they come, and the Packers are down to the twenty. They're on the mark. Business. Because Adams just did a little flex there, he just showed the girls at home a little something. something. I'm telling you, they're they're on the move. Oh, Look out. This game ain't over. No, this game's not over. No, there's the plenty of time. May, the Bears may show that they're um, not their suckiness, but they're uh, they're not used to winning. Like yeah, you know, they can't play with a lead. Like, we have a lead. What the yeah, hell are we doing? Do, yeah, that they don't know how to. Well, it is part of being a really good team is knowing how to close out games. You know, yeah, you they've had nothing but three and outs here in the second half, pretty for the most when part. When you're winning twenty to nothing, you should not lose a football game. No, you shouldn't. And you shouldn't. right so, now, Green Bay's—they're driving. Well, I tell you what—they get it into the end zone here, and it's twenty seventeen, and there's like seven or eight minutes left in the game. Still, I don't oh, like yeah, the chances. I don't either. <laughs> I don't like their chances, especially at Lambeau uh, with Aaron Rodgers uh, clicking on all cylinders now. The worst part is, is I'm not going to get to watch the end because as soon as we're done at night, or I guess it'd be 11 your time, 
I have to watch the uh, season premiere of the TV show Shameless at nine here because oh. we love that show. We love that show oh so much here. Well, you can't finish the game and then watch it. Oh God, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been watching football all day. I can hardly, I can I hardly hang you. on for another forty-five minutes. Besides, I like, I like Shameless. Emmy Rossum, dude, never hurts my feelings. I got you. But uh, we got about ten minutes left here. Uh, one thing I do want to encourage our listeners to do, if you're listening, uh, become a Patreon. Uh, it's Patreon.com/slash Wide Men Can't Jump. There's a sports betting show that you will be linked to whenever you become a Patreon. You will be able to listen to it at your leisure, and it will help you picking winners. Uh, Tim and Tom are actually doing pretty good percentage-wise. So if you become a Patreon, we'll hook you up. Well, and, there, and there won't just be that. Uh, there'll be more. There'll be hockey I mean, later we're, on. we're in talks and plans of giving all kinds of bonus shows to our Patreons. Yeah, there'll be some and hockey. You're helping us. Some, uh, and you're helping us here to where, Oh, yeah, there'll uh, be a little bit of Tom, everything. I believe Tom has lined up an expert for uh, Major League Baseball because that's just something that, that we just don't yeah. gonna pretend we know anywhere near enough and about. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Tim, if we get enough, if we get enough Patreons, I'll, I'll go ahead and put this out there. If we get – and by the way, Green Bay just scored. Touchdown, yeah, Roger. I see that. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll throw this the out there. If we can get seven Patreons, seven, seven of you, our first seven Patreons will join an exclusive Wide Men Can't Jump, exclusive invite-only fantasy basketball league with myself, Tim, and TR. Oh, I thought you were going to say nudes of Tom Robinson. Well, that too. Basketball probably better. Yeah, we'll do a fantasy basketball league. If you join the Patreon – if you donate, we will – not only will you get the bonus shows, not only will you get all that stuff and experts and extra extra content, uh, we'll even send you some free merchandise if you become a Patreon. We'll send you free merchandise. Uh, and I have, uh, I have every intention of throwing up some, uh, you know, 17 minutes of total of, – of uh, the Twisted Canadian being a total fucking whack job up here. In well, the there you maybe, go. Uh, Maybe my in uh, my entire um, conversation I once had with a moose. <laughs> well, there did you go. You, did you can't know that. that uh, yeah, we're, we're going to definitely. Uh, my we'll my sister up. was bitten by a moose once. Oh God! Uh, moose, moose moose bites can be nasty. Well, you you think they're monstrous? <laughs> speaking of, speaking of which, I'd also like to throw in before I forget. Uh, okay. A, a welcome, a hearty welcome to the Italians who have joined. And the, the Finns. Uh, and the Finns. We are now at 32 countries and growing. Um, apparently, the uh, the, Ger- the Italians found out the Germans were listening and said, "Oh, we can't have that." And uh, you know, so they joined up just to see what was going on because they're such followers. But yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll come up with all kinds of stuff. Maybe a wrestling show. Some old TR stories, um, you know, it, baseball stuff. It will be stuff. where you go to find some weird, like you think the stuff that we put on the free stuff page is weird? You ain't seen nothing yet. The Patreon will be stuff that, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll have fun with it. But, Tim yeah, and, I wanted to throw Tim and Bobby the Fantasy Blair. Basketball League. Seven Patreons. That's all we need. Seven. Fantasy Basketball League. You you throw in some money monthly. 
Um, it won't be much. I'm not. We're not asking for a whole lot. We're just trying to keep the show going. We got our sponsors, yeah, and they're great. But the yeah, Patreon show just, actually uh, helps us. Nobody's out. trying to do yeah. this. To uh, we're not. We're not looking for somebody to make a salary off this or anything. No, we no, not like, at all. This, we like to cover our but, costs and a little something extra. But look at it this nice. way: this helps. This it. helps pay for for us to make merchandise, and you're get, you'll get free merchandise out of this. So you make a monthly donation, you'll get some free stuff. We're I mean, looking to. We all to... remember, right? Yeah, yeah. We all remember when the uh, when the fappening happened, when the Hollywood yes. cloud was busted. Okay, well we're not going to need anybody to bust the cloud. We're just going to have the wappening. <laughs> Damn it! But yeah, just uh, become a Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash Wide Men Can't Jump. Another thing I want. I will our insult to you do. or anyone you know. Just tell me who. There you go. He will. <laughs> yeah, just tell well, me who. One more thing even, I want our listeners to do. If you're listening to this right now and you haven't checked out the last episode of Wide Men Can't Jump, where I got to sit down and have a one-on-one conversation with Tracy Murray, I highly, highly, highly recommend you check that episode out. It's episode 44. Tracy Murray. Tracy is Murray. The man. He's the man. What an interview. What a guy. What an honest, forthright, well-spoken, level-headed. I don't know what else to say. That he, he was he was fucking awesome. That's I can't say any more about it. And I am not a basketball guy. And it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm this, this is a guy. I'm getting chills just the, thinking about it. He played in the NBA. He had time in the league, and he he talked to me for over an hour about his career, his time in in the game, and told some great stories, insights, talked about working with Julius Randle on his jump shot, just uh, playing overseas, getting screwed over by a coach, what it's like playing in Toronto, what it's like playing with Clyde Drexler, people like that. It it was just a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And we thank Tracy so much. Yeah, without getting giving it away, he played a, he played somewhere and never got paid. Yeah, correct? over in Greece. Yeah, I, yeah. so, I mean, there's a story right there. I mean, how often do you hear that? Very interesting I mean, story. That probably happens uh, to lots of guys, but they're not willing to talk about it, whereas he was quite forthright about the whole thing. Yeah, and he gave Check us all kinds out. of stuff. Uh, but, yeah, yeah an hour-long interview with Tracy Murray. And, honestly, Tim, it was one of my favorite things I've got to do on this show, and I had a blast doing it. Well, I have to say, it. Nate, you, uh, Tom and I talked about it off off air. You were the perfect interviewer for him because you just basically led him through his career and he did all the talking. And I was amazed. Like a lot of guys don't remember stuff. Now, granted, Tracy Murray's not 60 years old or anything, but uh, how many guys can would, could tell you, yeah, I got my 50 points. I don't want to give too much away, but I got it here. And then I did something else in that arena and he was well aware not only when he talked about it, but the when it was happening, that 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 was that that's what had happened. He knew that. Like you want to talk a guy about a guy who focused, man. Wow, knew what he wanted, what he had to do to get it, and did everything he could to get there. Um, I'm kind of surprised that he. I mean, he had a fairly good NBA career, but I'm kind of surprised he didn't have a better one. Well, I mean, he had a good NBA career. He got the 50 point game. Spent some time, got, you know, uh, in well, early Toronto years. Got, got a title. Uh, got a title down in Houston. Fudge, 
Right, but he kind of got a fudge job in a certain spot there from a certain coach, and he, he talks did. about it by, with, by name, and I, I won't go there so that I won't give it all away. Uh, that alone was worth hearing because it's not somebody you usually hear anybody throwing under the bus. And he, you know, he didn't throw true. him right under the bus. Didn't throw him right under the bus, but he, he, he said what he thought to be true about how he handled his career anyway, and that was refreshing to hear. I thought. Yeah, it was, it was a, a different look at a coach a, that you don't hear people speak well, negative about. Not normally. And, uh, not that he, you know, really no, downed yeah, him. No, but he, he he fully gave him all the respect that he had coming for other things, but not in regards to himself. Yeah. And it was a great, I, yeah. not to toot my own horn, but honestly, I had a blast. I thought it was a good interview. So, well, it was, your, uh, and it was people, the best one you guys have ever done. Well, I, I, I appreciate it. And that's no slam on anybody else. But it was good. We appreciate and it, it. And it inspired me to come up with a, a um, and I don't I, I don't imagine Bobby Blaze would be listening by this point. Oh, God. It inspired me to, it inspired me to come up with a fuck, Mary kill for Bobby Blaze. <laughs> and I don't think that, or, or in fact, I, you, I can try it on you and we can use it again on Bobby. Oh, Here. God. Sure, why not? All right, okay, you're a Lord of the Rings fan, correct? Indeed. All right, so picture this, if you will. The Balrog. <laughs> the Goblin King. Oh, God. Or Hillary Clinton. Ugh. And I submit to you as a, as a, helper, as a helpful aide on the Hillary Clinton. Picture Hillary Clinton in a pantsuit. Unzipping it. Well, we're going to kill Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, this is what we came up with in our household. We are uh, we're killing Hillary Clinton, indeed. Oh, well, um, you have to. Uh, we're going to marry the Goblin King as long as he's holding his kingship position. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get funky. Yeah, and we're going to get funky with that Balrog. That Balrog would be a good time. None no doubt. Pass. <laughs> but we want to thank you guys for tuning in tonight here as Tim and I talk football and about fucking the Balrog from Lord of the Rings. And I'm working on uh, another one. I got to get. No, we got time yet. I'm working on another one. I haven't finished it. All right, go ahead. Go there, but, I've, but I got two of them. And Landers. All right, go ahead. And Landers. And Dr. Ruth Westelheimer. Jesus, man. But I need a, but I need a third. Hell, <laughs> it doesn't get much worse. Sally, I know Sally Jesse Janet Raphael. Reno. Janet Reno. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, even I puked a little bit for Janet Reno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want a guy for Janet Reno. My God, they don't make sunglasses <laughs> dark enough for Janet Reno. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a paper bag in the world durable enough. <laughs> Oh, God, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Thank God for the free health care. <laughs> I'm glad you get some. But Honey, anyway, give me the Pepto. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for listening in to oh, me and Tim here tonight talking football and a little bit of everything. Uh, I got, we'll uh, be back I got Wednesday. One more thing. There'll be a, uh, a white right. man can't jump show on Wednesday. Of some, uh, some type. 
of some sort. We, honestly, this is the least prepared I've ever been for a wide men can't jump episode this close to the show. So we'll see what's happening. We will have a show though of some sort with somebody. Right. There will be a show. I will. Um, I will thank you guys. With, thanks for listening and fuck you, Tom Robinson. You useless piece of shit. Well, that's not called for. We also want to give a big rest in peace to Mac Miller, who does our outro song. Um, and we hate to see him go so young. He was 26. Uh, he does the outro song. Yeah, which I talk yeah nobody, nobody needs to check out. Uh, I don't care who you are, what you believe, anything. Nobody needs to be gone that early. That's just way too true. Way too Very true. And, and I know, I know it was the. Apparently, some sort of uh, overdose or something, but uh, we just want to say, no matter what, no matter how somebody goes, it's tragic, and we we hope that he has found peace. That's all I'll say on the situation. One more thing to look forward to. Coming up sometime this week, unless uh, time permitting, uh, Tim and Tom show with an in-depth exclusive look at the Cardi B-Nicki Minaj fight. Oh my God! I I I can't cannot wait which, for this. Which I have to say rivaled uh, a Conor McGregor MMA show. <laughs> well, we're looking forward to that, and uh, who knows if if we can get things going? Maybe maybe this week we can throw a Thursday or a uh, not Thursday, but uh, a music trivia show in there one day if, if we can get all three of us free. But we'll do something well, like we, that. We this also week. need to uh, find time somewhere to. Uh, do a quick shot. We should have done it. Well, I guess we couldn't really. Uh, we have to do a small update on our fantasy football progress. You want to do it right now? Uh, well, it's not over yet, so I can't tell you what my progress is. Oh, that's I true. Got two games. That's true. I still got two worst games. Worst comes to worst, so. we can check it next week if we have to. Yeah, worst indeed. comes to worst. Fair All enough. right. Well, thanks Let's for listening. This is Nate and Tim. Hey, Tim, get somebody to send us out of here. Oh, I love me some hot chocolate. Yowza, yowza, yowza. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this show on the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. You can download this and any other episode from our network at iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pod Paradise. Google Play, Player FM, and anywhere you find your favorite podcast. This show has been brought to you by the Law Offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, facebook.com slash makeupkennedy, and wowfreecam.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at WideJump. You can follow us on Instagram at WideMenCan'tJump, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash WideMenCan'tJump. Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Also, Rate the show and tell us how we did. If you love us, please give us a five-star rating. Again, thanks for listening to this episode on the Wide Men Radio Network. Tune in, same time, same place, for the Wide Men Radio Network at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump.